Are you ready? Ready? Is you ready? Whole squad ready? We came here to see Jeff. What you got? Nope, nope, no. Hello and welcome back to Black O'Cops Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of The Falcon and Winter Soldier. Episode 2, The Star Spangled Man. Written by Michael Castellin. Directed by Carrie Scogland. Premiered March 26th of 2021. I believe there's six episodes, so we should be just about caught up by uh, the end of this month since we will be doubling up on these episodes. There'll be another one coming out tomorrow and then another two next week. And I think that uh, by the end of the week, we should finish it off. Uh, this was a really good episode. I liked it, um, I think, a lot better than the premiere episode. I gave it a 9.6 out of 10. Had some uh, some bromance moments, uh, depending on how your heart ships. I know there are, because I've seen it enough times in the Tumblr tags, that uh, there's definitely a lot of love for a romantic aspect or angle to the Bucky and Sam relationship. I'm here for the friendship and uh, seeing how these two kind of B-team heroes uh, kind of make their way into the A-team hero if, if that's where they want to go. But I don't I don't even know if the A-team hero is even the squad to be a part of right now. <laughs> uh, see episode one about all things uh, regarding the Marvel Universe and etc. Let's start with this episode recap. Starts with a very slow-mo zipper action going down, and it was immediately the start of a fantasy involving me and Tom Hiddleston. (laughs) It, quite frankly, could have been any other of my seasonal bays, but y'all know he my number one. So we're getting very stimulated until I saw Mr. Basic in that locker room yes i am talking about one john walker i can smell the bleach coming off of him i don't care how they tried to introduce his biracial girlfriend i'm like oh so another one bites the dust go go bring all your white people with you because y'all niggas gotta exit right now and you know that's his uh card to say well i'm not racist because I got a black wife or girlfriend. I don't know what the relationship is. I could be totally wrong about this character. <laughs> but by the end of this episode, I know that I'm not. Because he, he, his bleach started to come out. It was reeking all over the place. Bucky, he smelled it immediately. <laughs> Sam was sitting there. Because we all know his black dar is real off right now. Been away from the hood too long. You know, he got to get his black car restamped certified go through the classes you know to get them back up to speed because several times in this episode i was like why is sam acting like the black man in this situation and bucky in turn into the black man of the situation but him and his girlfriend are being nostalgic this was used to be his uh locker room and the fact that he went and found his then took it off and then started putting his face up into the sun like he's out in the friday night lights i'm like oh shit here we go probably from texas or just about anywhere else south of the mississippi and then he had the audacity to have a black friend (laughs) i think i fell out when i saw that i laughed so hard they are really trying to be the cosplays of the actual superheroes and they only they only um criteria or what do you even call it when when you have to have experience qualifications there we go that's the word i'm looking for i've already talked enough about how um i'm already fucked up on the last podcast so we ain't gonna go over that once again but um yeah i was dying <laughs> the fact that they got to play off of each other was even better. I wanted them to keep saying, yeah, basic. <laughs> oh, that is all the good places fall. And now Mimi, and now it's my favorite thing to say as well. But John Walker is a former soldier. And 
on the surface a seemingly good person as he is very awed by this opportunity to be captain america and doesn't want to let anyone down we learn with his uh during his interaction with his girlfriend it was supposed to be cute if i wasn't so suspicious so what i'm about to say is very controversial but i have friends and have known people in the military and serving doesn't somehow give you a check mark above everyone else in society some people serve because they didn't know what they wanted to do and went to the military school Uh, or they were lied to and sucked into it by a b c d and g or their family has always put pressure on them to serve or they come from a line of tradition or that's how you get into the colonial club there are multiple reasons for becoming a soldier is all i'm trying to say other than i want to be a hero that's where i was ultimately getting at and so i feel as if this introduction well i served how many people we've heard in very recent times use that as a reason or a justification for their own ugly behavior so i i wanted to point that out because it definitely in my opinion was a red flag I mean, there was a whole bunch already on the field. <laughs> and they can still turn it around. But I, I, I bet I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong because I know what bleach smells like. Then we got Hoskins' old ass coming in. He got his car revoked coming in being, I mean, he going to give Rhodes uh, a run for his money as the worst person in the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> There's a door. I know, Rose ain't even in this episode. And I'm dragging the shit out of him. I fucking hate that man. Not, not, not the, the actor. Do not get me wrong. I just hate the character. <laughs> oh, um, where was I? I got very caught up in how Hoskins is now the worst. And like Steve... In record time had himself uh, a black best friend he probably was already best friends or man they was associates in the army and they was like do you want to be his best friend <laughs> his black best friend I sure do anything for my country he does share one thing in common with Steve which is the record time it takes to be over the political bullshit he just wants to get out there and but stereotypical wise black man that is meant to motivate him and probably never receives it in return tells him it's the job all of it suit comes with expectations i forgot where i was for five seconds and thought it was drumline i was waiting for jc chazez to come out the come out onto the field na 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 <laughs> that was my song though i ain't even gonna lie not the best song on that soundtrack at all but he would he, he, he gave his contribution <laughs> oh, john introduces himself in his hometown on good america oh my god i almost like barfed onto my screen because it was so uh everything about him felt scripted and not himself whatsoever and then he tried to throw shade at tony stark saying i don't have gadgets or super strength i've got guts Fuck you. Fuck you, and you. the whole thing just felt like colonial propaganda bucky is watching this shit unfold on his tv and his very sparse with his mouth open because he's appalled what the fuck is this especially because they keep talking about steve as if he was this um (laughs) like they propped him up on a damn pedestal and it's a white one and despite no one even knowing the man himself i mean just because he looked good in them star (laughs) spangled stripes (laughs) they ran with it he said i never met him before but he feels like a brother i wanted him to show up in the audience to be saying no you big piece of shit 
I'm never gonna get that dream, but I hope someone fanficked it and dragged the shit out of him. <laughs> Did you see them do that little uh, cameo with the Steve Evans lookalike in the background when they was at the police station? I was like, is that really Steve Evans or y'all just being real funny right now? Steve is an ideal without any nuisance or nuance I should say he was a man and in the end was rather disillusioned with the thing that everyone continues to hold him up as the pure Aryan um example of the fact that he was blue-eyed and a little light-haired and went from someone that is pathetic and, and you know what I'm not talking about you you know Steve Rogers the character I'm pointing out that sometimes when you feel inferior when you then become the superior you like to throw your big dick around but it's not really a big dick it's still about four inches and the only person that knows that or or realizes that is the people watching you wave your dick around because all of a sudden you think but the illusion is is definitely i'm not sure where i was going with that analogy i'm just gonna be very frank with you (laughs) i lost this somewhere but i know what point i was trying to make so big dicks and small dicks are very easy to spot in comparison no matter how much power one has I think I brought this up before about people who drive like big F-350s and they get out the car and they're like fucking five, six. (laughs) And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with a five, six person driving an F-350, but nine times out of 10, it's cause they got an inferiority complex. They got problems. So they need to feel like the biggest dick on the road because people will move out of their way because they're intimidating if you get behind them but really if you get out of the fucking f-350 your ass will get beat up real quick the man and the mantle are two different things and i'm sure that's why steve walked away to begin with and i really don't know the real answer the real reasons because i never watched the rest of that movie so bucky finds not rest (laughs) at all bucky finds sam with torres on his way out of the country to tell him he didn't have the right to give up the shield and something must be done but while sam is heartbroken he has bigger fish to fry than think about the terrible mistake he made and can't call america to rescind its offer so he's gonna focus on what he can do but i was with bucky i felt like he needed to have someone be up in his ass going what are these decisions you made because i don't understand them he shows bucky a photo of his target who is uh, affiliated with these flag smashers and that red wing has a location in munich but he says i don't trust red wing and i knew later what he meant because it's a part or a property of the government and apparently the government could just hack into that shit whenever they want that's why you don't mess with anything the government gives you unless it's free money (laughs) he says this might be associated with the big three androids aliens and wizards james tells him that is not a thing it's like that totally is a thing uh what we fighting now gandalf how you know about gandalf he's like i read the hobbit in 1937 that's not something you brag about sir (laughs) you just reminded me that your sperm is pretty much just cotton balls they bring up dr strange and how he is a wizard no he's a sorcerer but a sorcerer is apparently a wizard without a hat and he really proud of himself for that and i'm not sure why he should be two grown men deciding to have a steering contest is the height of their maturity level but it's kind of cute like stunted brothers as sam ignores that he is and will be involved on his mission bucky tells him he can't call him buck because steve knew him longer 
Y'all both, uh, the discarded BFFs <laughs> of Steve Rogers. And does not have a plan, whereas uh, Steve, who could do no wrong, does always have a plan. The way Bucky jumped out of that plane just yelling had me in stitches. And then he said, you know I got all that on camera, right? Sorry, bro. Bucky follows Red Wing North. And uh, they are observing the people that are apparently smuggling some illegal shit. You're doing your staring thing again. Yes. Yes, he is. I'm sexy and I know it. I'm sexy and I know it. I felt it was the appropriate time to uh, give Sebastian Stan his uh, thirst train. Because he be looking all types of um, like a tall drink that I want to sip from leisurely. I really only got to know him in uh, the second Civil War movie. (laughs) And most during that time, he had long hair and he had something covered in his mouth. So it's like, I I don't know. He's looking like a crazy man the whole entire time. So I feel as if I'm getting to know the person behind the long hair and crazy metal arm. Uh... Bucky suggests clearing a path and taking them out. And he says, we're not assassins. I'll see you inside or not. Come back, man. I was just playing. Y'all are really, (laughs) really like I'm with the therapist. Can we not be childish for two seconds? Like how are y'all close to y'all fucking forties? And one is like 119. I did also die when he was like, um, look at you stealthy and shit coming out of Wakanda like the white Panther. He was like, it's actually White Wolf. Sam said, huh? Because he pissed the fuck off. As a black man, he didn't even get a stamp on his visa. And this dude got fucking kingdom anointed names and shit. (laughs) Being loud and bickering uh, while your prey is nearby is not something you should do. I don't like that, that whole thing. That was the part where I was like, y'all is being real stupid over here. <laughs> they think there's a hostage, so they both run at super speed. Well, one flies, the other runs. It's a young woman, but she is not the male leader. She is the female leader. What's her name? Carolee, I believe. She's pretty. I like her. She has a British accent. She is not alone because everybody heard that sound. Y'all was not quiet. He was not quiet. So while Bucky is getting beat up, a red ring comes in and is immediately destroyed. And I cackle (laughs) really loud. (laughs) Uh, They both begin to get the beat down until faux cap and faux Bucky show up with their two second uh, element of surprise victory. When Bucky caught that shield, though. My mind's telling me no. But my body, my body's telling me yes. Sam saves Bucky from roadkill after tossing in his face. He got beat up by a girl. Never mind that you did, too. And then the B team still basic. Being all types of embarrassed. Getting their photo taken. See, when the other team, when they lose the conflict, they know how to get the fuck out of everyone's camera view. They was right there for those embarrassing pics. I hope TMZ gets them. They begin to walk Bucky and Sam back to base. And they discuss how there are eight super soldiers showing up after 80 years. And that finding the serum is the next stop. Or next step. Love Sam teasing him about his non-communication and brooding then the b team i mean this you might as well call them the c team because they already the b team (laughs) i said it uh they offer him a ride to or them a ride to the airport and they want to work together though they accept the ride bucky tells them working together just ain't gonna happen And just because he has the shield doesn't mean he's Captain America. He's like, I get why you feel that way, guy. I get why you feel that way. 
No, you really don't, because you weren't there. So shut the fuck up and just know I don't like you. <laughs> um, and then they do even more to show just how useless and really shitty they are. Talking about we didn't track the flag smashers, we just tracked Red Wing. So let me get this straight. The government knew they were sending in a black man. Uh, I can't even remember his name. Falcon. <laughs> they were sending in Falcon to handle business. And then they was going to send in Captain America and uh, foe Bucky to steal the glory. Yeah, y'all ain't fooling nobody. And I'm not sure why Sam is continuing <laughs> to be a more oblivious of this than Bucky is. They catch them up to date about what the Flag Smashers thing is. They want things before the blip. Um, apparently everything is chaotic right now as well. And then Bucky asks, who are you? Lamar Hoskins. But you can call me Battlestar. No! No! Fucking no! And furthermore, why? He wouldn't even accept the ride to the airport. Not even the rest of the miles. He says, stop the fucking car get out sam why are you still in the i'm gone i have nothing further to discuss with this pair (laughs) oh he's like i just want to be great at this job and it would be great if i had you know assistance of cap's former wingman (laughs) because he's a falcon and he's basically his wingman (laughs) and why how i mean hoskins you don't feel nothing about that no, no, not at all. Not even a tingle in your, in your ancestor's spine. The super soldier group find refuge with a, a group of, uh, I guess, members of their cause. And they are becoming legends. This cause apparently wasn't big, but now it's getting bigger with their bold activities. Carly is the, is the head female. She gets a text saying that she stole from someone and they plan to kill her for the offense their philosophy is the grc's concern about the people versus the people who were there that entire time during the five years however long um and they also don't like the fact that people that were formerly in power are getting to reclaim said power before the blip win and I'm kind of with them on that one. <laughs> I would be a little like, hold up, what? Excuse me? We had a whole different election and things probably were going great. It's why you wanted to be real mad at Thanos if your people's was gone, but you couldn't really. Like, I wanted Thanos to be like, look, bruh, let's talk. <laughs> Let me see the, the 50% that you're trying to snap out. Because I bet you um, most of the Caucasians would be gone. (laughs) And I don't want all Caucasians to be gone. Y'all know this. Um, But it would solve a great deal of a colonial problem or vanilla wafer. Whatever you want to call these people nowadays that are those people. That's, That's what they're assigned now. Those people. Bucky wants to just steal the shield. But apparently last time... Uh, I didn't know this either because I don't know. I don't keep up with no events. Um, they had to go on a run with a Sharon. Steve did. Who? I'm like, who's Sharon? I don't know who that is. They do got one card though. Someone Sam should meet. And I'm not sure if we're going to go back to this man or did we just need to pull a skeleton out of the closet because Bucky really is still trying to prove his point about how he should have kept the damn shield. <laughs> And Baltimore, Maryland, they're like, oh, shoot, little two kids, it's Black Falcon. Um, it's just Falcon. Okay, but my daddy said, because you black and you the Falcon is Black Falcon. Are you black kid? And I was like, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> I feel like that went right over me. And I might be just stupid for it. I, I will take that hit. But I was like, I don't get the correlation. And I guess because you don't want to call him Hispanic Falcon or Puerto Rican Falcon or Asian Falcon. I get you shouldn't put a race before um, 
before any title if you're just falcon maybe that's the point they were trying to make but i feel like in the black neighborhoods with the black kids no nah, you black falcon <laughs> i don't know why we needed to course correct that bucky takes him to me isaiah who uh wanted to just see bucky and see if his arm had grew back and also wonders if he's there to kill him turns out um that isaiah was a hero and that hydra feared him as much as they did steve rogers except nobody's heard of this guy of course they didn't he's black and not only that he almost took down uh the winter soldier himself uh, in 51 and you know per watchman that being a hero in the 50s was a challenge uh hydra also did a number on him and the u.s government chose to lock him up for 30 years for his service so isaiah is rightfully pissed after um his whole entire journey because they was never gonna let a black man take the credit for something they preferred their white hero i mean that's been a, a i mean how many times have we talked about this it's always like if you go into a uh, in a company and you start looking at the people who really be doing the fucking work and i mean the work work not the not the busy work <laughs> and when i mean by busy work the political work you know the management side but you're not doing any of the managing i, I hated that in my job oh where well, we're delegating how are you delegating me your job that's just <laughs> i might as well have your role if i'm doing all the work and then you go in the meeting and take all the fucking credit but i digress what i'm saying is this is not an illogical or um uncommon type of behavior like nobody wants to bring up the fact that a black man made penicillin no because oh my god we were inventors (laughs) that's just too much for some people to handle Sam is also pissed that no one told him that there was a black super soldier. I'm not sure why you mad at Bucky. (laughs) I'd be a little bit more upset with my friend Rhodes. Um, He's disgraced and he's been kept a secret even from Steve because um, he didn't want Steve to have that after everything else that he's been through. And I'm like, okay. You couldn't slip that story to, you know, BET, Jet Magazine, (laughs) Uh, any black attorney. I'm just saying, hey, we could have done a story on this somewhere. I'm sure someone would have been interested. Uh, As they're arguing, because a black man is yelling, here come the police. Oh, there's a fucking surprise. Sam tries to speak and be like, I don't know, like, we're fine. There's no problem here. And then Bucky's like, I pretty much second that three times. And he keeps saying stuff and you're ignoring what he's saying. Then he tells him that uh, the officer just stay calm. Why is it that me speaking is making you feel threatened? I'm just using words. That's what he's like. I am calm. What, the, what, do, you, what do you mean? <laughs> because I'm bothered right now. Why would I not be? I was having an argument with my friend and you rolled up and you said it's their problem. We said no and you're still here. And you're starting to put your hand on your on your freaking weapon like I've done anything to warrant said actions. Don't tell me to stay calm. I'm not even upset. All I'm is mildly annoyed. And um, he had already called back up. Bucky tells him, like, do you know what the fuck this is? I didn't recognize you without the goggles. Oh no, he didn't. I needed more people to be filming this because that officer being like, oh, <laughs> his old face. I didn't care. I wanted them slapped in the side. Slap. He was like, these are the Avengers. Or they work with the Avengers. It's not even there. Did they say the Avengers will work? I don't know. But apparently Bucky has a warrant out for his arrest because he missed his mandated therapy. So they definitely got to walk away. <laughs> one nigga in chains <laughs> it's not funny but other things that didn't go absolutely nowhere got six police cars showing up whole entire neighborhood out like what the fuck's going on absolutely nothing he was having an argument with his friend nothing is going on the friend is fine and the police just keep coming i don't know why how things just got escalated all the way up to this 
level threat three analysis by one officer who witnessed a black man raise his voice. Then this bitch has Mr. Resources gonna come and actually get him out of jail, which I was mad about. So mad that he got him out of jail. And then he even told the therapist that she was like, wait a minute, that's not how it works. Who authorized that? <laughs> Me. You're fucking a white male! You're a white man! I'm glad they are making an example of these uh, Aryan pretty boys as the poster children for Colonial Pride. Sam and Bucky are pulled into, um, you know, last minute therapy with each other. Um, I, I, I thought it was funny with, uh, is you close? This close enough for you? <laughs> now we sandwiched together. <laughs> that part was funny. And then him being like, breaking down saying, if Sam was wrong about you, then I, then Sam was wrong about me. And he hurt his feelings, so he did feel bad because he's like, that was productive. I felt terrible. Because <laughs> he hurt his feelings because he said, maybe you aren't man enough, strong enough. But I was with him. Can I get an explanation? Because you really haven't given me one of why you gave up that shield. Like, give me something. You've given me nothing. Um, then we had the basics flashing lights at them. Like, that shit is funny. And it's not. Like, I don't have PTSD from being constantly pulled over for no reason. You bitch asses. So, I love Bucky giving no fucks, calling him out on being ugly on the inside. (laughs) Hey, he would know. I've seen enough of you. I know what Nazis look like. I was brainwashed into working for you motherfuckers. (laughs) And then he calls him out like, things are intense for you, huh? Things seem really intense. I love it. I hope these two have it out in the end and he beats his skull in with the arm. Just keep repeatedly bashing his face into the concrete. Because he, how you gonna be a soldier and and talk about how you got on a grenade five times, but you cannot put together intel? Why do you even need their help so badly just to know what to do next? This ain't daycare. Hero daycare. I take you on a ride along. And then you roll out in front of the cameras and act like you did something and you ain't done no work. Don't even know where to start. So for you to be talking about, don't get in my way. Boy, don't get in our way. Because you didn't even know where I was going. You probably put a tracker on our asses and you probably keep the satellites on tabs of our events. Because that's the only thing you got going for yourself. So that's why you mad. You saltine. So then, um, at the end of the episode... They're walking and they're talking. Oh, yeah, I forgot the whole scene. Um, the Carly and her group are like they've been snitched on. They know where they are as they're loading up a plane. But one of the dudes decides to sacrifice himself and he dies. Then we go back to them walking and they're like, they don't know shit. Um, but at the same time, we got to do something about this. He still wants to get that shield. (laughs) Well, actually, Bucky is thinking about going back to Isaiah, even though that's not going to end well. So that's when uh, Sam says, let's get Zemo. I guess I'm supposed to know who he is, but I don't. So I guess we'll find out next time. I can hear the collective sigh (laughs) of the Marvel fandom being like, ah, this bitch. Well, that's all I have to say about the episode. A really good one, though. I enjoyed myself. I like where things are going. Let's hop into the mailbag. What up, Christina? It's Mimi. This is feedback for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, so this is episode two, where we are introduced to John Walker, who is the new Captain America. I just want to say that he looks like a great value version of Chris Evans. Like, I get that there is only one Chris Evans, and I, I get it. But I feel like they could have found a more attractive 
um, Captain America if they want me to have feels for him because I don't agree that they can just replace Captain America like that and they got to pick the person which we know how America is so um, they gave him a black best friend which is ugh, I can't stand it and a POC wife or girlfriend I'm assuming that's his wife she looked like she was probably Hispanic a Latinx woman um, but she is like more brown skin she she's pretty fair but she has a lot of I guess African-esque features which I I don't know why but I just feel like this is not gonna he's not gonna be my favorite the way he's like throwing his like clout around is already getting on my nerve I just and I I don't like how they have a soldier being Captain America I know Captain America was played by Steve was was Steve Rogers and he was a soldier but let's be real he was a soldier for how long then they turned him into Captain America and then he was a hero so I don't even think that that counts this dude has been a soldier for a long time and I just find it hard to believe that all his prowess is it like manufactured like I get that you know some people are very athletic but he don't look athletic enough to be that fast and that quick he threw that shield just like Steve Rogers did and we know Steve Rogers was manufactured to be who he is the one we saw at the big okay you didn't see the movie but I did and he was like eight inches shorter and weighed maybe nine pounds <laughs> he looked like a 12 year old his body was scrawny he was short so the real life Captain America is even in real like he was manufactured to be who he is granted he had heart and I think that's probably why they picked him but we don't know anything about this guy except like okay at the beginning they wanted us to see he was like doubting himself which I think is a normal human emotion but then he's like oh you guys are gonna work with me to Sam and Bucky like bitch who you think you are and then Bucky I would have been like motherfucker I'm a grown ass man literally 106 don't don't be trying to blackmail me you can suck it I'm sorry I don't like that I feel like he would have been more compelling and I could would have liked him more had he used more of a like a like let's work together like this is why like more reasonable things but I feel like you bailing dude out of jail seriously like now you feel like he he's gonna feel obligated to be on your side like and what Sam said makes sense like you sir are underneath the guidance of the military and the government we are free agents we're not gonna have to we don't want to follow your protocols we want to do stuff at our own leisure not the way you tell us to so we don't want to work with you like that makes sense I get it I just ugh, I just I can tell I'm not gonna like him he's gonna get on my nerve and um, am I supposed to believe that this all-American white boy with no swagger at all went to uh, like this black ass school, high school? Motherfucker, please. Like your friend, your best friend's black. You got a POC wife and all these black. That was the bombest marching band I ever seen. And you don't get a marching band like that unless your school is all black. Like, I mean, like a sprinkle of white folks. Even a school that has a majority, I wouldn't say majority, but let's say it's like even. Like I've seen some, not, I shouldn't say I've seen. Let's say a school is like 30, 70, 30% black and Hispanic and then 70% white or maybe, you know, 50% POCs and 50% white. It, even then, your school marching band would not be that dope. Like you had to go to an all black school, even the um teacher I don't know what you call a the person in charge of the marching band whoever the leader is in the conductor they would have to be black too because a white person is not gonna put that together so you gonna tell me that this dude with all of this all these black people around him ain't got no swagger at all he would be a John B you are not gonna convince me otherwise and that in itself makes me mad. Y'all couldn't even pick a little dude with a little sprinkle of flavor. He white as hell. I bet you he can't even dance. I bet you he kept that Captain America don't even know how to two-step. I will put my money on it. I don't know why, but like 
seeing all them black people just made me suspicious. And then they were like, um, how does it feel to be at your old high school? I was like, he did not go to that high school. Not with them lame ass jawbones. <laughs> that white dude, there is no way. I, I don't know why that storyline bothered me so much, but it did. Like y'all could have got a, a cooler looking white dude than that. Um, now I like I, I'm I'm understanding the plot. Like I feel like you know these. Uh, what do they call them? The oh God, I didn't forget the name already. The red-handed red handprint people. Oh, I can't think of what their names are right now. But like I know they're wanting us to believe that it's like they're like the villains. But like they have a valid point. Like when the blip happened, you know they like people like like Sam's sister. They went five years doing everything themselves, still doing things, still working. And y'all acting like the people that that came back are are the only people important. Like, what about the people that are now displaced because these people that vanished for five years are brought back? This is why Iron Man makes me so mad, because this is the shit you didn't think about. Like you were so hell bent on keeping your life the same that you didn't care. Like he didn't know he was going to die when he did it. I'm sure he probably like I'm, I, I shouldn't say he didn't know at end game at that moment when he actually like reversed time he knew he was gonna die because they were like you were looking shitty as hell and he's a smart man but I'm talking about when he realized that he just needed to like bring those people back when they had that whole plan like you you didn't think that bringing people back that were blinked out of existence for five years was gonna cause some type of terrible ripple effect I just, ugh, I, I really can talk about this all day because that shit pissed me off. And I remember when he died and there were so many people mourning him. Like, motherfucker, he not even here to see what he did. Like, I'm mad that he he died and he don't even get to be here to see the bullshit that he caused. Because I guarantee had Stone, Tony Stark lived, motherfuckers would hate him. He would probably have death threats for the rest of his life. It's like, you were so concerned about keeping your daughter and your family intact and being married to Peppa or whatever her name is, that you didn't care about the rest of us. You brought these people back. And now this lady in my house talking about this is hers. It's been my house for five years. And now I got to give it back to her? I don't think so, sir. And your rich ass don't care about stuff like that. And now you're dead, I can't even yell at you. Ugh, Tony Stark made me so sick. I do not like him. Anyway, back to back before my rant, because I'm telling you, talking about the blip always makes me go back to Tony Stark. But I just feel like she had a valid point. I don't understand what they're doing. And I'm not saying that what they're doing is right, because what they're doing could be wrong. But in any revolution, people die. And there is a whole bunch of people that say what you're doing is wrong. So I'm not going to make no snap judgments because the world we live in, who knows? I need to see all the facts before I pick a side. I would like to say that I want to be on um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier side, but I can't I can't make any promises. Sometimes they be wrong. Shoot. Remember Civil War? There was a whole two different sides and we had to pick. Which one was wrong, which one was right. I was always on Captain America's side and it didn't have anything to do with Chris Evans' finance. It was because I agreed with him. Giving the government that kind of power is never a good idea. And he was right. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, the other thing I don't understand is why are they giving all of these people the new Captain America's real identity? And then I found out they, that they know about Bucky. They know about uh, Steve Rogers. Like, whatever happened to superheroes having anonymity? Like, aren't they supposed to not have people that know who they are so that they can go after them and their family? Like, y'all just telling this man's whole life story. And y'all, and he walking around without his, 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 like, Captain America helmet on. Like, if you just gonna show people who you are, why are you even bothering wearing it? So dumbass. Ugh. And I don't understand, like, if people know that Bucky was who he is and he was Hydra and all that stuff, why are people like, like, how old are you? Like that girl, the date, like you sound like my dad. He should sound like your great, great granddaddy because he 106. Like you, you guys acting like y'all didn't know that he, when he said he was 106, it was a joke. You laugh, but y'all all know his whole life story. I, this whole timeline, what's going on, what people know, what people don't know. I have no idea. I don't know if I'm supposed to know, but I just don't. And it bothers me that people are surprised that Bucky's 106. (laughs) Y'all literally know, you know his whole story. So y'all know he old as hell. Oh, when, um, 
Sam said with your overextended life, I cackled for a long time. Those two were so funny together when they were when they were rolling in the the forest after uh, Sam saved Bucky from getting run over by the car. And <laughs> when they were doing that that lovers counseling, when they had to like interlock their legs and stare at each other. And for the record, Bucky is pretty starey. It reminded me of my boo thing from Misfits, um, Simon. <laughs> Very starey. He really is. Like, it's really intense, too. Makes me uncomfortable. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is uh, is the after they met Isaiah, the black super soldier. Like, the fact that they just, like, brushed over the fact dude spent 30 years in jail. For what? Y'all arrested this man for crimes that he did for his government? Are we are y'all serious? And we're not gonna talk about this? And then the the caudacity of those cops when Bucky and Sam were arguing, is he bothering you? It's like, do you know who he is? The white man had to say. Like, I like how they low key dragged the cops, you know, for their racism and profiling in this black neighborhood. But like for them to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize who you were. Like the the like black Negro sigh that Sam did. I felt it. It's like, really? So now now we good. If it was still a crime and I'm still famous, I still did something. So now but now we good. OK, I get it. Like that whole thing. Oh, my God. I I was I was really mad. But I mean, it's not like that wouldn't happen because I know the way white police be literally in all black neighborhoods all the time just waiting for some I remember in sociology class one of my professors said we were talking about racism and profiling all that stuff and they were like you know they have high crime rates in urban predominantly black neighborhoods and she and she was a really she was a super super white lady um, but she wrote a, a book about racism and she said, but the thing that people don't say is if there if there is police presence in your neighborhood all the time, like if you watch someone for 24 hours, you're going to find them doing something wrong. But that's with anyone. She was like, but when you look at the crime rates in the neighboring white neighborhoods, it's significantly less. But when you look at in comparison into the actual police presence that's there just randomly patrolling, you can see why it's different. And those are things about statistics that people don't look at or people ignore and I will never forget that like when you see high crime rates I I need to see how many police officers is in, is in this precinct I I want to see it all like you're not just gonna give me no statistic and not give me stuff to back it up prove to me that there's the same amount of police presence in the neighboring white neighborhood and that the crime rate is significantly less because they have the same amount of police officers roaming and the same amount of people it's just this this place has less crime no it's because you're not there all the time and you every time you see a black person you stop them for no reason you are likely to find something illegal like there's some there's some laws about things you don't even realize like i know in illinois you're not allowed to have tinted windows and that's a reason for you to get arrested not not all cop police get pulled or not all people with tinted windows get pulled over but that's the law and if you didn't know that like i don't know how many people sit there and look through laws but if you didn't know that you wouldn't you would just be having tinted windows minding your business until you got pulled over it happens so i just wanted to talk about that i know there's some other stuff but those are the things that really stuck out in my mind so i'm gonna end it here until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch me me out that was Lamia with her thoughts on the episode. So a few notes. I am going to tell you a story as well. I was putting my feet up on this thing. I need to stop doing it, but I can't. It's like a something you do without having any conscious thought. And mine is always put my feet up, but I keep putting it on the back of this um, desk and it causes um, noises that can be heard. But your talking about um racial profiling and in the neighborhoods and stuff like that got me thinking about when i lived in the fucking country um i don't even know why i need to say fucking right there there are times sometimes i curse and i go i don't need to curse right there that was one of those moments but i lived in the country and okay let me tell you something about the people in the country <laughs> they do a lot of illegal stuff i mean illegal let me just throw this out there. We ain't together anymore anyway. 
uh, my ex, he grew pot in his basement. He went to the, he got, on, he got on Amazon and ordered all of the shits that anyone else would probably get flagged. But no, no, not him. Not the Caucasian man. Nope. He was not the only one that were literally growing bundles of bushes of marijuana. And they got, not only that, um, I always do wherever I move. <laughs> I, cause I have a daughter. I do a, um, what's the, oh, sex offenders registry. Do you know how many fucking <laughs> sex offenders were in that, like, in the radius? Like, compared to where I moved in a really urban area versus where I was living, where there were no cops. Do you know where there were a lot of children with no adults? sex offenders all over the map i mean all some of them come some of them lived in the same town like they were taking over the damn town it was ridiculous no cops no i said i never see a cop around here people driving 90 miles an hour down the road people passing i mean it was just so I'm, i'm with you on just because that neighborhood says it quote unquote don't have crime don't mean crime ain't happening (laughs) it means the police ain't there to witness that crimes because they are definitely going down um i think isaiah is gonna be the black man that gives him the talk so we're gonna get part two of that story because we had if they don't go back to him then i'm gonna be mad but for right now i'm gonna hope they're gonna go back to that story and we get why he was locked up for 30 years because i don't know why either and he didn't say and maybe bucky got some more info on it i do not know but bucky know all the skeletons in the closet that's why he keeps saying don't fuck with the government y'all i know and i will say um if you was a person of color you was with Cap. You was not with Tony Stark. Tony Stark looked like started looking like the enemy, despite me never looking at him like he was the enemy. Just because he said <laughs> he was so gung ho for the government, and considering his track record of being an absolute loser, selfish businessman, I mean, is this who we really want representing us? <laughs> yeah, he had all that heart and shit, but he got we got lucky. Okay, that was luck um what else what else you talking about that dude every time i see his face that is fucking disgusting and while you got all this beef with tony stark i will say i have it with the first issue which was wanda (laughs) if they didn't take that dang old thing out of that dude's head and let him die that was the first mistake it's just like with jack and rose on the boat like okay did we really both need to die or could we just have rotated out could we have gotten some room where we smushed up here okay you tried everything you took him to wakanda the time has come it's time to yank the damn thing out of his head and he got to die okay one person versus everyone else's losses is where it went wrong y'all was all trying to come through this with no losses and no casualties if you would have let the first casualty happen then the rest of the casualties and all the disruption afterwards yeah it, it is about megalomaniacs making decisions especially when it's one or yeah, yeah yeah i get what you're going with that yeah i know everybody oh these are the superhero movies that don't mean they ain't problematic <laughs> i'm not the one that decided to make up these things and then have and just think everybody's supposed to go oh, okay you know well done well done there sir no you're open to criticism and I'm not sure if these flagless, um, whatever, I can't remember your names either, are bad guys or good guys, but I also get their point. Like, they have a valid point or issue. It's always about what you're willing to do and sacrifice to make these points. It's where things can get a little sketch. Um, and you know that, um, Walker walker texas walker oh oh everything about john the most common colonial name ever american name then walker 
the next one <laughs> everything about him feels i've given my feelings enough uh but you know what usually happens he probably was um quarterback of that team because we all know when it's all black the quarterback for some reason is still caucasian and then all of the, everyone is around so he came home every day talking about i mean everyone boosted him up right because he was getting the the school what they needed but you're not addressing the first issue was or is the fact that if there is someone that's caucasian on the team and he can even be the quarterback he's automatically the quarterback that's why i don't like football that was bomb ass um i don't even know what i was agreeing to that was bomb ass. <laughs> i just wrote that down in my notes so something i must have agreed with you and that's the thing about steve he was bullied and disenfranchised before he became the winter soldier he wanted to be someone in the army because it was the fucking 30s what else would you and he wanted to go fight the nazis that's exactly i mean he wanted to go after the bad people and during his era that was correct now the bad people is the is the ones in which gave him or so they would feel because the government definitely america feels that they own that mantle of captain america so it's not a surprise to me and maybe steve never because everything went down he went to war he got captured by the nazi then he went into a coma for like 45 years i don't know all the info (laughs) i don't recall that first we've already talked about the first um first movie but he came from a whole different place is what i'm saying and that's why when steve got to 20 21 2020 whatever this movie came out in in 2019 he was like oh so this is what it is because i didn't sign up for this and that is i think why he eventually walked away and they are making and that's the same thing with bucky they came from what we would call hood starts right and they definitely diverged in their pathways but steve was not all about like yeah the super soldier thing he was just trying to be a better person at the time but he was messing with people that aren't always great he was only with that one chick (laughs) um don't ever compare chris evans to that dude because that's a disgrace to chris evans and i would not allow for them to be in the same sentence uh there's no comparison i see in my brain not even a little bit and that's all i have to say <laughs> regarding your feedback i'm interested to see where this goes um i do know what to look forward to but for all those other people that don't want to be spoiled i will leave it at that <laughs> she ain't never living that down if you want to send feedback on the next episode blackocacha gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe Until next time, peace, hair grease, black girl magic.